Blog Talk Radio. Time. 
Well, I know. The and house, uh, this this is a very exciting show. I cannot believe the numbers that just popped up on the in the studio here. But we have ah. an amazing, amazing guest. I want to bring her right in. I, I'm in shock because these are my favorite numbers on the whole world. But the numbers came up as one one one. One 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 one. And if that is not a sign, and she knows exactly what I'm talking about, all the way from Lucerne, Lucerne, Switzerland. Ellen, formerly the bird, now Johansson is on the line. Ellen, hello, every hello, everybody. You know, I should have. Hello, hello, good to. see good to hear from you and uh, all of that. It's always good to see you because you're, as you know, you're one of the, the dazzling beauties of the world. And I can say that now because you're married awesome. and, you know, there's nothing <laughs> else going on other than a compliment. But I used to live in Switzerland. I was uh, in the uh, Swiss Navy. <laughs> I was in the Swiss Navy. See, Swiss mm-hmm. Navy. We didn't go out much, but we had to go. You must not have been very busy. No, that's why it was a great job. I was an officer, too, so I have to do nothing all day. Hey. Well, you must have patrolled Lake Lucerne. We appreciate your services. No, we didn't want to know one. We didn't want to know it was Lake Lucerne. There was too much water. Everyone was afraid of it. Yeah, and the waves, they're, they're, they get crazy on the lake. They get crazy the waves here. Lots of danger. That's right. You want to do that. <laughs> so how, how, what is the weather like today in Switzerland? This is, now, this is legit, today, folks. We're not, we're not fooling around. You really are in Switzerland. I am indeed. I am indeed in Switzerland. It is actually um, 6 o'clock in the evening here in Switzerland. Oh. Um, so my day is winding down and yours is just beginning, some of you. Some of you are halfway well, through your day. It's about um, the time. It's been a beautiful day. <laughs> yes, beautiful day. And, um, you know, there's so much to tell of our story, which is a great story, I think, for everybody to hear. And, I mean, it started 10 years. Do you know, realize it's about 10 years ago this month, I think it started? Mhm. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I just think. Go ahead. Are we going yeah. to, we going to down a memory lane now? I like to hear. Yeah. Well, it was the beginning of the bean. Ah, I'd love to hear. Yeah. What, what, what actually, uh, what actually happened was I was. Uh, I'm actually looking for a song in the studio that I can't find, but that's all right. Huh. Um but something that kind of set the tone. But what happened was I was happily retired and uh, just kind of goofing around writing my autobiography, and a lot of crazy things happened. And I meet this, my computer breaks, and a guy walks in my house, and uh, he's going to fix my computer, and we start talking about other things. And he tells me that he's hired an assistant who is helping him with his computer business. So fill us in on that, Aaron. How you yes, met, I was... Um... Yeah, well, I was, um, I had just recently graduated from college. I had just gotten my graphic design degree and ready to embark in the world as a young professional. And um, I was introduced or I met 
this guy who had just started his own computer company, and it was a great first gig. It gave me a lot of um, opportunity to practice my craft and grow and understand a little bit more of the business and stay in the world of IT and learn a lot more. So that was really good. It was a really good first launch out of college. So um, I was lucky enough to have found that early. And then through that opportunity, I met Tom, and he had given me and trusted me with a project of helping him with his performance and um, stand-up comedy and acting extravaganza. So I was able to help him with his PR package and yeah, we started working together right from the beginning, didn't we? Yes, and then one the insanity started, and then I say that with the most affection. We uh, mm-hmm. this particular individual I, I, at the time, only ten years ago, just to let people know how fast technology has changed. We were actually I was going to send out. Erin is right; she helped me with the graphic arts and the printing, etc. We were going to send out paper newsletters. They still had paper okay. as opposed to what we can do electronically. <laughs> so part of that was my funny, crazy life is a kind of like a, Shein, a Seinfeld uh, scene living in, in Boston with a bunch of comedians as friends and blah, blah, blah. And I was going to write a little cartoon strip. And before I did, Erin had taken a couple of days off. Why? Tell everybody why you took those days off. Do you remember? I I don't remember. Is it, you were going to quit. I want that's, You were going yeah, to quit as, right. as a dispatcher. You were bored sitting in a cellar. You realized that was not going to be your future. No, it was a great it was a great launch into something that I wanted to do, but it was it was too little. I, I was I was ready. I was growing faster faster than the work was coming in. So I was um, yeah. Yeah, you were you were put on the earth. You were certainly put on the earth, not just to, and not that there's anything wrong with that job because that's a very important job. Not to just dispatch, uh, you know, guys who would fix computers. I mean, there was more to your life than that. So you leave. You're going to take two days off. Meanwhile, while you're not there, um, this individual takes me to a website where there's animation. He says, before you put these stories into a, a comic strip, why don't you look at this? And we looked at the animation, and uh, I said, wait a minute, show me a click rate on that, which to the public means how many people are coming to visit that site. And there was like a million people. And then he showed me another site with two million people. I said, wow. I said, can you do that kind of animation? And he could, not really, but he uh, knew a little bit about flash animation. And so we did a rough thing with some sound in it. And you came back and said, what did you guys do while I was gone? Remember that? Mm-hmm. And you and he showed you the animation, and you said, "All my life, I wanted to run make cartoons, an- <laughs> animation company." <laughs> and you said, "I don't think I'll quit now." Ah. I said, "This is a good. This is a good incentive. This is a good project. A good challenge. That's why I'm here. It's what I've been doing." I'll play with this a little bit. Right. And all of a sudden, you said, you came running up to my office and said, I got it. And you had these drawings of what? Vegetables. Vegetables. And that's what started the whole thing. You said, let's make all the characters vegetables. 
and blah, 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 and off we were. And then you said, let's hire an no, animator. No, the, the blah, blah, blah. The blah, blah, blah is not – that's important. The blah, blah, blah is important in this case because okay. I wanted to capture all of the ideas of the comedians that you are surrounding with. And so I was thinking, okay, what's, how do you sum up a bunch of crazy comedians? Are they lunatics? No, they're not lunatics. Are they wingy? No. Are they basket case kind of crazy? Yes. Okay, what lives in a basket? Mm, right, right, right. Fruits exactly. and vegetables. Yeah, right. Fruits and vegetables live in a basket. So then we yep. brought in the animator to help us take my sketches and the storyboard concept um, to the next level. And bingo, exactly. Yeah. And you ha- you had um, you called it Basket Case Farm, and then the animator said, "I thought of a character." And the character was the Boston Baked Bean. And off we were mm-hmm. making car- cartoons about the, um, the the Baked Bean and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so th- that was it. That's all it, we had to do. We set it in motion. Do you remember the day the mascot, we actually had a mascot made. Remember the day the mascot came to the house? Yeah, I felt really I bad for him. He was so crinkled. He was boxed. He was, <laughs> he'd been boxed in. <laughs> He was boxed in. But then I saw the size of his feet and his gloves, and then as soon as we took him off, took him out and gave him a shake, he was alive. Well, you jumped in that there. You remember that. And yeah, there you were dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> and you're dancing around this house in Brighton, Massachusetts, in a bean suit. And the bean, you're right, it was like that um, – that great thing about Frosty the Snowman. Once he put the hat on, he started to dance around. (laughs) (laughs) And you started to dance around the house. And I said, Oh boy, have we got a thing going here? And sure enough, it it just went crazy after that to, you know, getting in, in all the parades in Boston and the mascot representing the city and blah, 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 blah. And off and off and off and off we went. So, Well, I think one of the other things that I really enjoyed about that phase of the company was that at that point we were also working a lot with um, a lot of local designers, a lot of local businesses to kind of cross-promote our product and their product. We were working a lot um, with City Hall, and it was a really exciting time. It was great to meet all these other local artisans and coffee bean makers and candy shop creators and yeah soap builder you know just a lot and it was it was really exciting to see other people get so excited about the bean um before he even got out onto the street so that was really that was really fun yeah and the the parades and ah it was just uh insane so here we are 10 years later and we have a radio show because because the bean is here to stay, no matter what, the bean is here to stay. Yeah. And, yes, um, yes. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a little bit about um, how, how Switzerland happened? How Switzerland happened? Um, it's a fairy You want, tale like, my story, not, 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 the historical, not the historical story of Switzerland, like my story of Switzerland, or? 
Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> um, Emma, how you doing over there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you know something? Why don't we do a little music first? I think we've got yeah, to get that's uh, great. John, I, I little John that. Lithgow here. Okay, you ready for, for, for little John Lithgow? I love this one because it, it sets the tune. Hang on. There we go. On our street, a fat and jolly red-faced man, he really is a treat. He's too kind for a policeman, he's never known to frown. They say he is the happiest man in all of London town. Oh. Hey, hey, Because you're a woman of many talents, 
not only were you the creative uh, impetus behind the whole project, but you also did the first animations. You did all the sketches. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. And uh, I think we should have a laughing policeman that reports to Officer Lima in Beantown. That's a good idea. Well, yeah, but doesn't that, I mean, so, we, yeah, I guess there needs to be at least one tattletale in, in Beantown, huh? <laughs> Exactly. I think this is <laughs> John Lithgow. Huh? Yes, I think we we need that. Um, so, you know, it, it, we could talk forever about the history between us and the Bean and everything else. But there is a fairy tale aspect to your life. I mean, a lot of there a is. Lot, you have you married a you're a, first of all. I knew you were a princess the day I met you. Oh. Because you come in with such, I mean, nobody shows up on the scene with your energy and enthusiasm and your ability to, you have all these subjects all over the world, people who adore you and are connected to you, and you can pick up the phone anywhere and say, I know that person, I can get a person, what do you need? I can find that person for you. I hear hear water, somebody taking a bath or what? I hear water. (laughs) I know, I don't hear I, 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 I try to stay hydrated, so I drink a lot oh, of water. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, I'm not But sorry. you married the princess. <laughs> I this thought is you were story. doing <laughs> and it's, it, But, Erin, you, you, you did the definite fairy tale thing. You, you, you married a prince who came and met you in a faraway land and took you to beautiful, a place where castles and what else goes on in Switzerland? Are we talking to Grace and Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to have met her. Um, yeah. Yes, that's true. I, I um, went on a little vacation um, to kind of figure out what I wanted to do and just, yeah, take a little me time because it's very important to take some time for yourself. Mommies need it. Daddies need it. Everybody needs it. A little time for themselves. And um, so I was taking a little time for myself, and I went to Mexico. Um, and very safe, very clean resort area, which was nice. And um, brought my sketchbook and my ideas and and music and all these little things that just kind of keep me buzzing, keep me in my happy place, along with, you know, the natural sunshine and the beach and all of those things that I really enjoy. And then, uh, yeah, my now husband was working down there, and we made friends, and then we kept in touch. And over the course of the year, we visited he was living in switzerland and i was living in boston and um so i came to visit him here and then i went to visit him he's actually from the country sweden so i went to visit him in sweden and met his family and his friends there and then he came to boston and met my family and my friends and then after about a year um i moved to switzerland and i've been here for three and a half years (laughs) it's a long way to get to switzerland starting in mexico yeah and so what was what would you tell children and the world and everybody 
who wants to meet their prince or princess, what was that you decided that you were going to follow your what? There's a second thing. Use your being, trust your heart. I followed my heart. I followed yeah. my heart. I did. And Wholeheartedly. Bingo. Wholeheartedly. But <laughs> I think what's really important to know at this time that I was in Mexico, I was also, you know, at peace with myself. I was in a good place. I can trust myself. I knew that I had a good head on my shoulders. And it was very serendipitous how the whole thing happened. But I think that before you can love somebody else with everything that, you know, that you want to give them, you need to equally love yourself that much. And I was at a point that I, that I did. And so that made, that made the whole thing very clear that it was the right thing to do. (laughs) Yes, isn't it? And, there was nothing planned about it in, in, in any of that, was there? No. And the funny thing is that nobody thought that I was crazy. Nobody thought, who just moved to Switzerland? Everybody who knew me, knows me, trusted in me because they know that I trust in myself. And that was really, really important to know mm. that I had the support from my friends and family to be able to come and be this far away and um, it made all the difference in the world to be supported and um, know that I had that strong, that strong circle um, in my life. So that was really good. Well, one of the things <laughs> that we always talk about on the show is that there's always, if you, if you set out with the intention to connect to uh, yourself, and we talk about lots of different beings. We, you know, we know that there's an inner being, and we know that there's a higher being, and that there's a supreme being. And uh, when you, yeah, which one? <laughs> the baked bean. The baked bean, of course. Yeah, the baked bean. That's what started the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, and so when you set out and you start to that all that trust is in that part of yourself that knows that that connection to that higher part mm-hmm. of yourself. And mm-hmm. you you had um, just kind of kept, you had a good job, you know. A lot of times there were parts of it that people did think you were kind of wacky when you quit a great yeah. job and you had no other job, right? Mm-hmm. But something but was telling I... you that, that. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, that you, something was telling you that that wasn't right for you. Again, that job wasn't right for you. Yeah, I mean, I every. Um, every time I've decided to make a change in my life, I knew that it was for the better for, I was getting, I was getting closer to the right thing. I was, I was leaving it because it wasn't right for me in my life at that time, but I was, um, that I was always going to be okay. And that, yeah, I mean, I heard, I, I heard a voice inside of myself saying that there you go. You That's will what be we okay. We you all, will be okay. Right. Yep. And you got to listen so, to that voice. Because I heard the That's voice, the... yeah, the voice inside of me told me that it was okay. And, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. There were times that were hard and there were times that I was a little bit scared and there were times that I was nervous. Did I do this? Did I make the right decision? And then the next day I woke up and I was fine. So. And you were in the fairy tale, <laughs> and of course, because there's there's that part of us that's afraid that doesn't really trust, that says this can't mm-hmm. be right. That little voice, there's got to be something weird about that voice. 
And uh, but it's there, and we all have it. And you know, people don't, people think, oh, I can't tell people I've got that voice because they'll think I'm crazy. But you're not crazy. That voice is there for a reason. You mm-hmm. know. And speaking of voices, we just had a caller call in, and this is our special guest for the day, Amy Conley wow. out of uh, New Hampshire. Let's give Amy a big round of applause here. Hey. Hi, Amy. <laughs> Hello. Boy, hey, Hi, Tom. Hey, Amy, great to have you on. This is, I want to introduce you to Enzo Cannellini, who is in Portland, Maine today. And, and <laughs> he's asking you how you are, Amy. Oh, thank you. I'm great. Well, thank me, you, Enzo. Put, how are you doing? Uh, let, me, let me put it in another way so you understand it better. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> better, doing great. Hey, speak in English. <laughs> It's a beautiful day here in New Hampshire. Yes, exactly. And uh, the other guest is a great, great part of the whole Dean uh, process here. He's the actual creator of the concept of using vegetables and brought an individual who made it um, feature around the bean. Um, Erin Johansson, formerly Erin Bird, but Erin Johansson from Switzerland. She's in Switzerland today. Wow. Hi, Erin. Hello, so, nice to have you. <laughs> yeah, oh, you too. and we're going to play some of. Well, you know, I, you know, I tried to garner as much information as I could from your website and things like that. But there's, you do everything. I mean, you you not only play music and play instruments and write songs and sing songs, but you teach music, and you do all kinds of not just um, children's music, but you do music for everybody. Yes, I do. It's it's good to have variety, and uh, it's good to piece together lots of different types of work just so I can uh, do the work I love and make money at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you um, – How did you? we just talked about Erin's journey to Switzerland and how it basically happened in ma- magical and mysterious ways because she was open to it. So how did you end up in, in, um, in music? I mean, I, I always like to hear that story. Hmm. Um, I I was one of seven children, and my mother was very musical. She played piano with us and sang with us all the time. And my dad used to play piano um, when we were younger, and uh, he used to collect records like uh, classical records. And um, my mom liked show tunes. We had those kind of records. Um, my dad brought home a Beatles album for us when we were little. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Meet the Beatles. Um, so he was always, you know, he was a big Pete Seeger fan, too. And and so we just had a lot of music around the house. You know, they weren't professionals. It was just lots of singing. And um, my uh, <clears throat> my uncles and aunts all liked to sing also. So we'd go visit them in Pennsylvania. And my uncles would sing Barbershop Harmony with each other just for oh, fun. You know, they were, they, were, they were a very musical family. So I think that's actually. how I got into it. <laughs> At some point, you had to say, "Hey, I'm going to do this." So, when did that happen? As a living, that happened after I I I went to college for English. I got a degree in English, and um, and I I'd I'd worked with kids a lot, and when I was a teenager in camps and stuff, summer jobs, and um, I really liked working with kids, and then. I graduated and I, I took a job as a before and after school care, um, you know, um, caregiver in a recreational after school program. And we did drama, we did put on plays, we did, just did a lot of creative things um, 
with the kids. And I and then I found the Children's Music Network, which is a wonderful organization. I think you've heard about it from other guests on your show. Yeah. And um, I took some. Uh, I went to some gatherings of theirs and some workshops, and I met a lot of other people from all over the country who are doing children's music for a living. And um, the people in the Children's Music Network are, are teachers of music or performers of music or writers of music, um, all about the music for children. So um, I, that's when I decided I think I can make a go at this. <laughs> great, great. Rather, great. Yeah. Oh, well, can we, let's, you know, this, is, this one has to be played, this song, because I just love the title. And, it, of course, it has to be sung. It says, Oats and Beans and Barley. And, it, I mean, the show is about beans. So oh, yeah. what would be more appropriate? Song. <laughs> okay, let's hit, okay, here we go. Let's do this. I could, I could tell you. Oats and beans and barley grow. Oats and beans and barley grow. Do you or I or anyone know how oats and beans and barley grow? First the farmers plant the seeds. Then they stand and take their ease. They stamp their feet and clap That's a traditional uh, children's folk song. Great. Ah. Is it uh, was it something that Pete Seeger? You mentioned earlier. Everybody that comes on the show always. You, you guys at CMN are totally connected to Pete Seeger. Oh uh, <laughs> well, this is um, this is just one of hundreds of songs uh, for children that are traditional, and um, I think uh, I think Raffi has recorded it. You know, many many. Um, Many, many musicians have recorded it, so I, I'm not sure <clears throat> if Pete did or not. But um, you might – you never heard that song? No. Uh, <laughs> me. I guess you never taught kindergarten. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, it, it well wait a minute. Maybe oh, Erin has. Erin, we didn't even get to that part of Erin. But Erin um, was an administrator at a, a school in Switzerland, probably, yeah. preschool, yeah, right? Yeah, but I've, known that, I've, been singing that, I've been singing that song for years. I love that song. Ah. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. So she knows it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, it well, was you originally know, oats, peas, beans, and barley grow, but I, I just oh, okay. cut out the peas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we we, you know, we were just telling the story how we started we started Bean Town based on a, a, a comic strip, a cartoon about vegetables. And Ooh. then we had an individual come along and add the bean as the main character, and but we we did a lot of things even with peas, right, Erin? <laughs> Remember our peas? Yeah, well, they were the, the the world peas. 
were. The World's Peace, W-H-I-R-L-E-D. Yeah, I love that name. <laughs> yeah, they were great. They, they were really great. Yeah. Happy little peas in their pods. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, and what I love about that, without getting too uh, cosmic, uh, Enzo always tells me we get into the cosmic muffin a little too much, right, Enzo? That's all right. The cosmic muffin controls everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 Aaron, I hope you're taking notes because I think we have to introduce the cosmic muffin to the storyline. Absolutely. But it, what I love about that is you're right. You plant the seeds, and we don't know how it happens, but it happens, right? Right, like like music, you mean? Yeah, and like everything. I mean, like just creativity, too. a story. Yep. You know, that there's a there's a, uh, a mystical or magical or a cosmic muffin part to planting that seeds, and like you said, with music, et cetera, and then you see the fruit happen. It's uh yeah, I, I think I think I know who's making that. No, Erin, if you're not, can you mute? Not me. When uh, we're, we're picking Sorry. you up in the kitchen. Somebody just swimming laps or something here. Yeah. Sorry. Erin is a multitasker. So. I know. But, but no, that is the, uh, we just told the story of how Erin um, basically planted her seed. She uh, met this wonderful prince that was came from Sweden to... Uh, meet her in Mexico by we know nothing happens by accident and then she now lives in Switzerland in the magical fairyland of Switzerland with castles and beautiful pastures and everything that goes with that and she just trusted that that would um, you have to kind of trust you Amy do you find that in your work and in your path as, as, a, as a musician yes um, you know sometimes things come along and I and I have to say yes or no and I find that when I say yes, it's usually better than saying no. <laughs> right. But, um, exactly. <laughs> well, let's, let's let's keep the uh, the whole growing thing going here. I'm going to play flowers in the garden. Is that okay? Sure. All right. Here we go. Flowers in the garden go grow, 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 grow.
I had a, I could be a one verse in that song. I walked into a place yesterday, and, and when I walked in, everyone said, Hey, it's Enzo. Why don't you go, go, go? <laughs> <laughs> but instead, you grew. <laughs> so you probably recognize the tune of that song. I, I It was very familiar. Yes. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron knows what it is. Yes. What was it? Uh, and the first guy, it sounded good. Yeah, you know, it sounded familiar to me too, really. Do you know what, what it was, it? Aaron? The wheels on the bus. Yes, wheels on the bus. Hey, wheels on the bus. There we go. <laughs> Direct takeoff on wheels on the bus. Ah. Hey, I would, I would knock out first grade uh, Jeopardy like crazy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> You know, since summertime, it's finally here. Boy, was it a rough winter or what, Amy? Oh, yes. It was bad in New Hampshire. Totally. You're in Boston, so. Beantown. Yeah, it was tough all around. So I I found a standard song, but done in such a great way. And I'm finding that, um, you know, our friends... Patricia Shee and Catherine Dines and um, Enzo and I did a show a couple of weeks ago and we played the Andrews Sisters. And I went back and looked at the date of that song. It was 1938, and a lot of great music came out of there. And everybody agreed that day, especially Patricia and Catherine, that this kind of music should be introduced to kids because of the rhythms and the the, the jazz component. So can we listen to... uh, I want to listen to "Summertime" by Jerry Kruger and her band. All right, yeah. hang on a second. Let's 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 have some fun here. Chicken is greasy. 
Before, yeah. like little extra words thrown in there, like the elephants and. <laughs> I love exactly. That's what uh, when I heard it, 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 I heard it. I said, "Boy," I said. I, in fact, I can cue it up again. Here we go. And I would uh, start my show to get the kids to calm down because, you know, whenever a magician entered a room, it was instant enemy. You know, here was the guy <laughs> that we had to figure out. You know, it is not so much to be entertained by him, but to destroy him. And, uh, oh, I, so saw I, your hand. I, I saw your hand move. I saw your hand yeah, move. Yeah, I saw that. I know where it went. I know that trick. <laughs> and so I would, to obviate that, I would play music. And it wouldn't take much. So I imagine playing this song, and, 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 and Amy, I know you, you do this daily, but imag- I imagine a room full of kids, and you put that song on, and you just start, the, the heads would start bopping. I could see it, you know, and the yeah. finger snapping. And, um, you know, it just had a, it has a subtle but really profound um, melody and, and um, rhythm to it. Yeah, jazz is really great, and uh, there's a lot of ni- nice uh, jazz CDs for kids now coming out, you know, people doing um, kids' songs, but with sort of, you know, real jazzy background music. Oh, really? Melody. That's, a, that's interesting. Yeah, that's great. I mean, do you, now most of yours is folk-based, right? Um, I use banjo and guitar, uh, 
but I have some bass and drums on some some stuff. And um, I'm working on a new CD. Uh, I, I'm not going to talk about it because it's a secret, but yep. <laughs> it's going to have Good. a lot of different types of music and rhythms on it. Great. You know, we'd like to, we always forget to do this, but we want to do it now. Can you give us your website so everybody can yes. go there and see who and find out who you are? And I'll say it, and then I'll spell it. AmyConnellyMusic.com. It's A-M-Y. C O N L E Y M U S I C dot com. Great, great. And can I, I saw now? Here's a little serendipity for you, synchronicity. I saw this uh, same song. Maybe you sang it, but it was on YouTube. And I, another song I had never heard, but there it was this morning when I uh, started to upload your music into the studio. And yep. it's Five Little Ducks. And I, oh, Aaron, yeah, that's a, you got a yeah, lot of that's ducks another in very common. That, right? That's a common preschool yeah. song. Yeah, I right, here we go. That song. <laughs> here we go. Let's go. Five little ducks went out to play over the hills and far away. But the one little duck with the feather on her back, she loved the other with the quack quack quack. I changed the leader of the ducks to a female. Um, that was very important for me because many, yep. many main characters and songs for children and books for children are male. So um, I made sure that the leader of the ducks was a female. Great. Well, that's Bubby Duck, of course. And right here in Beantown, USA, it's very, you know, make way for ducklings. It's a big, uh, oh, yeah. big part of Boston tradition. So, Great book. Um, yeah. So um, anything else you want us to cover in, in terms of where your music's going and where you're appearing? And um, I, I, I started up a ukulele school uh, in Milford, New Hampshire a year and a half ago. So that's going strong, and um, I teach six classes a week now, ukulele ah. to adults and teenagers and older children. So that's been really, really fun. And I, I, cool. I urge everybody to take up the ukulele because it's it's very quick to learn if you're an adult and if you're over the age of say like six or seven it's a nice instrument to start off with nice nice you, you know so I'd like to take ukulele lessons yeah and of course uh, is made made it very popular recently didn't he 
with Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah, and there's a lot of bands that use it now. I mean, you turn on, like, any kind of roots band or pop, you know, pop bands that uses acoustic instruments, you usually mm-hmm. will see it, them using a ukulele for at least one one song. Mm. You are too young to nice remember. It's different, you know, it has a different sound. You're too young to remember in the 30s a man named uh, uh, Ukulele Ike. Oh yeah, I've seen his videos. Yeah, yeah, he played those are uh, his, and his voice became the voice of uh, Jiminy Cricket in the Walt Disney Productions. Oh, Ooh. that's right. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Singing in the rain was a big song. Ukulele Ike was. I can't remember his real name, but that was uh, the name he went by. Yeah, uh, you can look him up on YouTube. You'll find him. I'm sure. I'm sure. But then it was interesting because I. As a little boy, I like uh, even in Italy, we heard the, uh, you know, Pinocchio, and I was making me cry all the time. Uh, but uh, Jiminy Cricket was there, and that was ukulele uh, Ike's voice. Wow! Wow! Who wants fun, to play fun, trivia fun. with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have we have a ukulele in this. In fact, it's, it is doing a commercial. The Beantown Weatherman is uh, Lance Legume. And he, uh, one of his favorite things when he's not doing the weather is he advertises candies for Cloud Nine Candies, which only a weatherman could do. My favorite so this story, is a, you know. Yeah, he, mm. It's just a little minute uh, commercial. Here we go. So I said to the Oh, we got here. Yeah, we no, lost him. That's the trouble with iTunes. <laughs> okay, where did, he, where did he go? You have to click twice to... Um, to get to get that, oh, we'll we'll, we'll jump to. I, we're going to go instead to the banjo, and Aaron, you'll probably remember who this is. And Amy, <laughs> let's see if you do. This is a guy performing for the Muppets. I want to see if you can tell. Uh, what is here? We go. Hey, this guy's good. Steve <laughs> Martin. a great new banjo album out. Yes, exactly. Shows you all that, that music doesn't have to be serious, and we can have tons of fun. Doesn't with, even have with to be music. music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, well, that's so. And and and, do you find that uh, this the, is the ukulele? Do you think having a resurgence? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, <laughs> in your studio. Ukulele. You got to get out of your studio, Tom. 
Oh, I mean, oh. yes. Yeah. It's everywhere. So, there's uh, clubs everywhere. There's one in Boston. There's one um, all over big clubs. People get together and play and sing. It's just it's really? a great um, it's a great way to sing with people too. You know that's the other thing. Get to sing all these great old songs and and in in our ukulele classes, you know, we do the Beatles and we do all kinds of different types of music, jazz songs and rock and roll and and folk. Yeah, it's really really fun. I play uh, uh, the uh, I play a jazz uh, didgeridoo, a very rare. Not many people do it. Did we hear that today, Enzo? Can you I, do that? I, you know, if, if I had a little more time, I can see it, but I can't get it right now. I've been to Enzo's bean pot, and and it's true, no. he can't sometimes get to that. I finally yeah, found. Clear, I finally found the ukulele. Here we go. Here, this is WGEN News Weatherman Lance Lagoon for Cloud Nine Candies. Looking for a heavenly experience? Want to be the star you are? Go somewhere over the rainbow? Then try Uncle Jerry's gooey gumdrops. They're gorgeous. Created with the finest ingredients and a slight touch of sweetness. On location right here on Cloud Nine. So the next time your sweet tooth is in the mood for something special, try Uncle Jerry's gooey gumdrops. Also in jumbo size at your grocer's now. Lance Lagoon for Cloud Nine Candy. <laughs> there it is. Lance Lagoon for Cloud Nine Candies. And but, but, that, again, such a simple. Um, accompaniment that that ukulele but it really fills the air doesn't it yes yeah right and you know that was part of there's another piece that let's have some fun i i um we're getting these public service announcements and commercials from being town and this is from chief sparks who was the chief here we go here he is this is chief sparks a friendly firefighting dalmatian with a safety tip for fire prevention week here in bean town Lately, we've been having an outbreak of small fires due to little sprouts releasing their gas near open flames. So this is a little warning. The next time you're near an open flame and you're in the mood to release a little gas, for your protection, don't. Otherwise, it's a great way to get your hiney singed. Chase Fox, Fire Prevention Week, here in Beat Town. This sparks. <laughs> there he is. Bean Town is Bean a very dusty town. It's a very, very dusty <laughs> town. You better be careful. There's no smoking and no lighters and nothing like that. Because it could be just disastrous for everyone in town. <laughs> and it, but but it's also a place for a lot of fun, and oh, um, yeah. they have a actually have a comedy club in Bean Town called the Crockpot. And um, hey. here we go. This is a little. Boy, have we got a weekend for you. Comedy legend Rodney Bingerville will be in town for six big shows. Rodney will be doing some of his favorite bits, such as. Hey, Beans, great to be here. Hey, you know, I got no respect. I never got respect. When I was a sprout, I was so tiny, my father always told me to leave. The other sprouts got to play in the garden. I always ended up with a compost team. Hey, I was rotten. I had a rotten banana as a playmate. Oh, it was rotten. And I got that job as a coffee bean. That was a grind. Hey, we didn't even have a bean pot. I grew up in a tin can. Dropped my 
Traditional, traditional piece as well. Yes, it is. Great, huh. great. Now, one thing that before you go, because we want to cover this all the time, we we know how you you got your, you found your passion, you followed it, and it made it come true. So we always want to tell the kids that if you if you listen to that little voice and you have that passion and that love, do it. Yes. Yes. Do what you love. And and but you do write songs. And we always want to tell the kids every single show that how important it is to write. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Yep, I've, written, um, I've written a few songs. Um, I've written a few on that CD, but not um, not the ones you played. Um, 
it's harder to write songs these days just because I'm always busy going to the next thing, you know, and getting ready for the next thing. But um, but I'm working on having some workshops here at my studio in Milford, New Hampshire, and I'm bringing in songwriters to come in and teach a whole bunch of people how to write songs and how, you know, how to uh, how to start the process of writing songs or how to finish songs that you tried to write and you couldn't finish. So um, I have I have workshops up here, you know, not only for people in our music community, but just for myself to learn <laughs> how to become a better right. songwriter because it's something right. I'm interested in. Right. And, yeah, we want to encourage kids to do that every single day, that to write something because everybody has a story and that – even at the end of the day, if you just journal a little bit, you'll find that magical things will start to happen. Mm-hmm. So, That's right. Well, yeah, Amy, well thanks thank for your you show. So thanks for, for doing us. this. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 had, we had an absolute blast. And ple- Will you come back? Sure. And I'll I'd come love back to have you on CD. with your friend, Steve <laughs> Blunt, who's, who must live only a little bit. Does he live close oh, yeah. to you? Yeah, he's only a half hour away. Sometimes we perform oh. together. Great. He was great on the show as well, and I'd love to love to have the both of you on together. Mm, well, we're going to go back. We're going to go back down to Beantown. If uh, you know, I know you've got a busy day, and you, you know, you've got a ton of things to get going. But we're going to just hang around here. Erin, are you still there? I am. All right. We're going to. Can we do a little uh, a Beantown story? Bucky and Betty. Yeah. Well, this yeah, is, this I'd, I'd love point. to hear a story. Okay, here we go. Boys at the Garage. Good evening, Beans. This is Chuck Scoop with Breaking News. As you know, there's been some sightings of some strange craft hovering over Beantown the last few days. Mayor Hasbeen and Officer Lima say there's nothing to be concerned about, but we will keep you updated as occurrences occur. For all the latest updates, stay tuned to WBEAN News. Is that ratchet wrench? You know that boss knows. That's my favorite tool. I mean, let me look here in his box. Let me move these things around. I mean, sometimes it's always it's always going to be at the bottom. You know what I mean? That's where the hat. Now that's not here. Okay, let me try that that toolbox over there. No, is it hanging up? You know where are they? You know this bothers me. I'm not going to be able to work on this spoon as fast as I want, but. And I need Robo. I mean, i got to hook him up to this, this engine so he can do a diagnosis and I can read out exactly what's got to be done and how. But and I don't know where they are. Bucky, where are you? Oh, there you are. Well, Bucky, boss, Bucky, i got to tell you something. Do you know where that wrench is? You know, that, that ratchet wrench? I've got to catch my breath. This is... That uh, one of mine, the Bucky, one I really hey, like. But well, we got bigger problems than a ranch right now. Yeah, boss. Well, what's the matter with you? Well, you're out of breath. You look upset. Hey, wait. Wait a minute. Where's Robo? Bucky, it's aliens. What are, you, what are you talking about, aliens? I don't know what Robo is. He's not an alien, boss. He's a robot. What's, what's the problem? I, I know he's not an alien. You have to tell me he's not an alien. He's a robot. We were abducted, Bucky. We were abducted by aliens. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Boss, are you, are you okay? I mean, you know, you've, you've been under a lot of stress lately. I mean, stress? You know, I know Listen there's a lot of bills here at the garage, and business we was hasn't abducted. been so good, but I mean, look, Bucky, are you okay, boss? We got, we got a lot of spoons starting to come in. It's B- inspection B- time, B- so just calm down. B- Bucky, are you listening to me? Just stop it. 
Don't worry about the wrench. Don't tell me about stress. I'm telling you that Robo and I was abducted. We were in a spacecraft, Bucky. Really? Yeah, really. Really. No fooling around, Bucky. Really. We was abducted. We was in a spacecraft. And they weren't messing around, Bucky. This was the real deal. They had us on tables. There was lights. They was talking some kind of gibberish. I was scared out of my wits. Well, well are, you, are you okay? I mean, you look okay. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, if you call having a kidney missing, okay. B- B- Bucky, they took out my kidney. I mean, it's a good thing I'm a kidney being because I just grew an, another one back. But think about Bucky. My original kidney is now floating up in outer space in some kind of spacecraft, hovering about 400 miles over our head. My kidney. Well, I mean, you know, it could have been worse, boss. I mean, you, you, you got another kidney back. Yeah, but Bucky, they didn't even ask. They just took it. I mean, it wasn't even polite. They, you know, where's their manners? They just took my kidney. And they got Robo. You, you mean they got Robo? They still got Robo? Is that where Robo is? Wait a minute, boss. Look at this. My 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 phone's ringing. Look at the look at the color right there. Hey, boss, we're okay. It's Robo. It's right here. But I, they must have let him go. Hey, hey, give me that thing, Bucket. Hey, Robo, uh, are you okay? You know they they took my kidney. That what did it take from you? You all right? Just where where are you? Tell me. What, what do you mean you? What do you mean you're still on the ship? You mean they haven't thrown you off yet? What do you mean? What do you mean they like you? I mean they took my kidney and then threw me out, but they kept you because they like you? I can't deal with this fucker here. You talk to him. Uh, 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 Robo, uh, a little upset. I think he upset that they he like they like you and kept you, but they just took his kidney and threw him out. So, uh, so what's going on, Robo? Well, actually, it's not bad, Bucky. What, what do you say? I'm starting to get used to it. So, uh, what's it like up there, Robo? I mean, you having a good time? I mean, you say they like you. I mean, what's, what's going on? I've never, never been in a spacecraft. It must be kind of cool. It is kind of cool, Bucky. I'm actually getting used to it. It was cool in that room when they were getting my kidney out. These beings have the same taste I do. We like the same kind of food, the same kind of books, the same kind of games, the same kind of TV shows. I feel right at home. Bucket, tell him to get back here right now. Tell him to turn that face around. Okay, boss. So you think you uh, you think you're gonna stay for a while? I mean, you know, we could use you back at the garage. If I've got a lot of spoons lined up here that need a lot of diagnosis. And I mean, how am I gonna do this without hooking them up to you? So you can tell me what's wrong with them. Well, Bucky, I hate to break the news, but I don't think I'm gonna be back for quite a while. They say they have plans for me. Uh, plans? What? What kind of plans could they possibly have for you? Well, Bucky, they want to make me their leader. Their leader? I mean, wait, this is amazing. You're, you're going to be the leader of, of, of their planet? Is that what, that what you're saying? Well, here, here comes Boss again. I, you know, Bobo, I, this is big news. I think you better tell tell, tell this to Boss. Tell me what? What's, what's he up to? What, what's going on, Bucky? Give me that phone. Robo, what's going on up there? Well, boss, they want me to be their president. They want me to be their leader. President? Leader? Of what? Of their spacecraft? No, boss, it's much bigger than that. They're talking their whole planet. What What the heck are you talking about, their whole planet? How are you going to do that? you got some work to do here. What are you talking about, a leave of absence or something? Or are you going to be able to do both of these things from some remote location? You can't work remote here. you got to be here. Well, boss, we are working on my replacement. Remember that kidney of yours? Darn right I remember that kidney. You know, I never liked these guys from the first go. 
Yeah, they just take my kidney, don't ask me. No manners, these guys. So, so what about my kidney? Well, we're working on something, boss. In fact, we want to run it by you. We're talking about building a clone from your kidney to replace me at the garage. You mean I'm going to be like a daddy? Like a papa? Hey, I always wanted to be a daddy. Well, more or less, that's right, boss. Well, when's all this going to happen? I'm getting kind of excited about this. When do you think this, uh, this clone, this little, this little, uh, boss, boss whatever, when do you think it's going to be delivered? Who said anything about it being a boss, Junior? We were thinking more of a robo, Junior. What do you mean, a, a ro- Hey, it's my kidney. Or at least give me a little credit. I will bring it before the board. What are you talking about, board? I thought you were the president. Can't you decide this yourself? Well, boss, I have to go now. I'll be in touch soon. Heck, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you'll be in touch soon? Robo, talk to me. Robo, are you there? Ro- Bucky, he's gone. He's gone. He's headed for another planet with my kidney. You believe this? Well, boss, just look at the bright side. I mean, you're going to get a new robot. Uh, you know, I mean, a, a little Robo Junior. Robo Junior? Heck, Bucky, whose side are you taking? Well, boys and girls, that was quite a story. Imagine going out for a little ride, and then all of a sudden, you wake up and your kidney's gone. I don't think that's polite, do you? Just to take something from somebody without asking? And what about Robo? He seems pretty happy. He's found some new friends. And he's going to be the leader of a planet. And I wonder what Robo Jr. is going to be like. Stay tuned. Poor, poor boss. His kidney is headed for another planet with Robo. A lot of us have been been, uh, abducted by aliens, you know. We all get a probe one time or another. Everyone gets a probe. Oh, poor Bucky. Well, Bucky's all right. I I feel bad. Uh, What do you think, Erin? I think that Bucky was... He's very he plays very cool. He's very cool, Bucky. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if uh, Amy's still there or not. I'm. Yeah, I'm here. I thought it was kind of a scary story, but uh, it yeah, sounds like it's going to get a little doctor. better, and maybe it might have a happy ending. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to right. We'll have to see what happens to, as he's traveling through outer space with with Boss's kidney to see what happens. Um, but I'm, I'm confident that it's going to work all right, and that Robo will be back soon. So I like his voice. Uh, I like Robo's voice. <laughs> very cool. It's very distinctive. Well, yeah. we talked about flowers and growing and everything else, and this is in honor of Enzo because this is a song that um, we came up with about a fruit, uh, a gentleman who owns a fruit stand, Tony. So and problem. here in Boston, we have you, Aaron. When you were in Boston, you used to go to Haymarket, to the open market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and down there, there are lots of Italians named Tony who own little push carts that sell fruit and vegetables. And so this is a story about Tony who owns a push cart, and his problem is is the the policeman who shows up every day to kind of touch before, and he never buys anything, but he just kind of picks up the fruit and looks at it and then decides to take whatever he wants that day. So, So here we go. 
would always stop on the corner at Tony's fruit stand. He would help himself to anything on which he could lay his hand. Riley did this quite often. Plenty of fruit he would soften. Tony got sore. First he swore, then he began to shout. Hey, please no squeeze the banana. Because when you do that, then you make a flat. Hey, please no squeeze the banana. When you squeeze the plum, you put him on the bum. You touch this, you touch that, you touch everything. You push this, you push that, then you buy nothing. Oh, please, no squeeze the banana. Now, if you squeeze the officer, please squeeze the coconut. Hey, please, no squeeze the banana. Because when you do that, then you make a flat Hey, please No squeeze of the banana When you squeeze of the grape You put him out of shape You touch it this, you touch it that You take him here for a fool You squeeze of this, you squeeze of that Why don't you squeeze it your true Hey, oh, please No squeeze of the banana If you squeeze the officer, please Squeeze of the coconut Just me, you know. It's just one less right. thing to think about, 
Right. So your your tension your tension's not divided then. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Super. Well, Enzo, I and I don't know if Aaron, if you have any more to add, but I think we've had a fantastic show, and the dog thinks so too. <laughs> the dog, that's my puppy. I'm sorry, she's barking. She wants to go out. <laughs> Enzo has a dog too. Well, thank you everybody for joining the show. I had a fantastic time. Erin, do you want to say anything before we sign off? No, just thanks so much for for inviting me. Yeah, and and uh, Amy, let's give your uh, your website one more time. AmyConnellyMusic.com or AmyConnelly.com will work also, but C O N L E Y is how I spell Conley. It's unusual. Right, C O N L E Y, great. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Enzo. You want to say you. anything to the Beantown fans? Sure, sure. Arrivederci, ciao. Ciao. Arrivederci, and that's it, folks. Another great Beantown Pals episode. That's the Bean. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you, Amy. Bye. 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 So long, Erin. Enjoy Switzerland. Bye. (laughs) Ciao. Bye. Ciao. Just follow the beat, for real, you can feel the excitement in the air Leave your worries behind and just forget about your cares Grab a Frank at Fenway and see a soft game Cause sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name Don't forget, finding a spot shouldn't be